Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So in this video today, I'll be talking about not precious metals, but actually the the exact opposite, polar opposite, arch nemesis of precious metals, and that is fiat currency. And actually, I'm not going to be talking about, for once, how bad it is or how we should stop using it or anything like that. No, I'll be talking about why there's actually some real value to having fiat currency in hand, particularly in its paper form, cash, bills. And, and the reason I'm talking about this is because of a question that I received on my channel yesterday from a Mike Barella. He says, question, when it comes to cash and metals, is it smart to save more cash than you have precious metals? I've heard some people have their entire savings in gold and silver, but is there a general rule of thumb on this? What are some important factors? And it's a great question. You know, I myself would count my precious metals as a savings account. And I mean, that's not it. You can consider it wealth preservation. You could consider it a bit of a speculative investment, right? Like maybe part of the reason I'm holding on to it is because I think that one day it's going to go to the you know proverbial moon, whatever that means for, for investor to, to investor. Yeah, I would consider it a bit of an investment as well. But yeah, it's absolutely a savings account. And there's lots of other people here in this community that treat it that same way. And as he says here, yeah, they probably do have a lot more in gold and silver than they do cash. Now, I think this is an important part for me to emphasize. Don't take any of this as financial advice or investment advice or anything like that. This is just simply one man's thoughts on it, one man's opinion. But I do have plenty of those, plenty of opinions, plenty of thoughts on this. And uh, yeah, when it comes to uh, cash versus gold and silver, I think it makes sense You know, when you're saving. For me personally, it makes sense to have a lot of mine in precious metals more than I would have cash. Because ultimately, I mean, if my goal of stacking is whatever, a uh, 1,000 ounces of silver or 10,000 or you know, 20 ounces of gold, or that's a lot of money. And it'd be great if I could have both, both cash and, and uh, uh, or, or digits in the bank account would be maybe a little bit more realistic. Uh, but I don't know if I need that much extra in a more liquid savings account. And really, when you want to make a case for cash, that's really what it comes down to is liquidity. Not that metals are not liquid, but they're less liquid. Of course, liquidity, that's a term that's used oftentimes in market spaces. So uh, it's, it really comes down to how easily can you find a buyer at a you know similar market price. So for instance, in the stock market, Right, some stocks have a ton of liquidity. Look at a stock like Amazon or Apple or something like a ton of people trade it. Okay, so you can go out and you can see, hey, this the, the price of this stock is let's say five hundred dollars today. Well, I have a hundred shares. I want to unload these hundred shares. Um, well, in a high liquidity market, you should be able to unload those at a pretty close level to five hundred. In a less liquid market, let's say there's like occasionally a buyer out there, you might have to wait a while. Or you might have to take a hit. You might have to say, you know what? I, I need to sell this now. I need to offload this. I might just sell at four ninety nine, right? 
or whatever the, the market um, is, is willing to handle, right? That's liquidity in a market. It is similar for precious metals. How easily can you use those, in this case, as money? And so, you know, cash, it's, it's as simple as, as going down the road to, to your local gas station and, hey, paying for something. Like, it's, it's extremely liquid. Whereas metals, that's unlikely that you're going to just randomly find somebody that will accept silver or gold as payment. More likely what you're going to have to do, uh, at least right now in the, in the current economic environment uh, here in the United States and most of the Western world, most, not all, you'd have to go to your local coin shop, you'd have to find something to buy it, right? Whatever, convert it to fiat before you then use that money to to pay for something, right? So cash is extremely liquid, and I think there's a case for, for having, I mean, a great example of this liquidity would be that if you had $100, you know, let's say you had five $20 bills, okay? You could probably find a, a good way to spend that cash. You, you could buy something with that cash, whether you were in downtown New York, downtown Sydney, Moscow, London, Caracas, Venezuela, Nairobi, Kenya, Johannesburg, South Africa, right? Like it doesn't matter, Jakarta, Indonesia, it doesn't really matter what city you're in. You could probably find a place that will accept US dollars. Like they are incredibly liquid. Now, you know, in a place like Caracas, Venezuela, I certainly could not guarantee your safety, as somebody that would very well may look like very clearly an American or something like that, right? Like, I, I don't know how well you're going to fare on the streets of, of, of um, Jakarta. But if nothing else, people are going to people are going to uh, 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 steal. <laughs> they're they're going to uh, attack you uh, partly because you have cash, right? And U.S. dollars, right? It's incredibly liquid, okay? And so... I think there's some real value to have it on hand. And I'm going to give you two major reasons, okay? One for kind of the current economic situation and one for the next. Okay, and then we'll go over, you know, how much to have and stuff like that, okay? But scenario number one, okay? Uh, let's say you are 45 years old, okay? You have a decent stack of precious metals. Whatever that means for you, I'm not going to tell you what it means, because people have different income levels, they have different amounts that they're allocating to metals, etc. Uh, plans for retirement, all of that. Okay, but a decent stack. Okay. You also have your other, you know, four hundred one k from your workplace, and maybe some other small investment fund in the market. Okay, so that's where you're at at forty five, and you don't have cash. You don't. I mean, you you have maybe a uh, uh, hundred fifty bucks in in the bank account. You just finished paying. Um, you know, your bills for the month. Um, otherwise, uh, you just have a ton of metals or a decent amount of metals, okay? Your car breaks down, okay? You're 45, you drive, let's say a BMW, okay? Uh, you, you like European imports, okay? A little bit more expensive. Also, quite a bit more expensive to repair, okay? Car breaks down, uh, let's say you need a new uh, catalytic converter, Okay? fairly expensive repair. Well, hey, guess what? You have 150 bucks in your bank account. You don't have a credit card in this situation because you, you 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 know that there may be a bad idea for you, okay? So what are you going to do? Are you just going to wait till you get paid to take it to the repair shop? Are you going to apply for a credit card or like extremely short-term loan? Are you going to go to your brother who you know always has you know cash on hand? Are you going to say, hey, brother, 
I'm not doing bad financially, but hey, I really would prefer not to have to liquidate some of my other assets. Or are you going to go and hey, sell some of those ounces of silver? Maybe sell a, a half ounce of gold or something like that to to be able to pay for this repair. That's kind of annoying. I mean, you have to liquidate it, right? And you have to kind of tap into your stack. It's it's not so much static anymore. It's not something that's always going to go up. It could be something at that point that all of a sudden starts going up and down regularly because now you start kind of using to pay for bills, right? Whereas instead, what you could do is you could have that cash on hand, whatever that is. Um, we can talk about you know dollar amounts here in a bit, uh, but you could have that cash on hand and you can pay for it effectively, Um without having to use credit, without having to liquidate part of your investments, precious metals, etc. Okay, that'd be one simple case. Okay, now, uh, maybe you want to have more in hand than just being able to to repair a catalytic converter. But scenario number two, okay, same guy, 45 years old, decent stack of precious metals. Um, this time you have 500, we'll say, dollars in cash, right? Which might not seem like a lot for someone that's like 45, doing pretty well, maybe has his house paid off. Okay. You're in that situation, $500 in cash. It's important, not in the bank account, in bills, in physical cash. Okay, so last week and you just fixed your catalytic converter and you realized, hey, after this next paycheck, I should probably keep some of that in cash form rather than you know buying precious metals this week or this pay period. Okay, so now you have $500 in cash. Um, you're watching the news. All of a sudden, the TV turns off. All right, power at your house is out. Okay, long story short, you know, you 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 do some investigating, you ask some people, you uh find one person that has uh like reception with his um like satellite phone or something like that, and lo and behold, there's been, you know, like a doesn't matter, we'll call it EMP or a solar flare. Basically, you know, you, you live on the eastern seaboard and the entire eastern seaboard's power grid is out. Okay? People are not panicking yet. It happened a matter of hours ago. All right. I know this sounds crazy out there, but I'm, I'm doing that for a reason. Okay. Proof point here. All right. Great. Or maybe not so great because the, the power for the entire Eastern Seaboard is out. You have $500 in cash. What are you going to do with it? I, I tell you what I would do. Okay. Even if I was a prepper, even if I was somebody that had guns, ammo, precious metals, food, water, you know what I would do is I would head as quickly as I could to a gas station. I'd start at a gas station, see if they're open, see if their pumps work. If they do, great, fill up your tank. You're using cash that will soon be worthless, most likely, to give yourself you know, maybe an extra couple hundred miles in your gas tank, depending on you know, what you drive. Go inside. Buy some non-perishables, if you can, at the, at the gas station. Okay, And if that's all great, then okay, move on to the next step of going to maybe like a local grocery store, a Walmart or something like that, Target. Okay? If they're open, great. If the registers are, if they're only accepting cash, even better, right? There's not gonna be a ton of people in the store because a lot of people don't have cash. You now have, you know, like $450 left after the fuel to buy um, food that you may not have otherwise been able to buy. I mean, if, if you are confident, and you can be wrong, and that's fine because you'll have non-perishables, but if you think there's a good chance that, hey, the power is probably not going to come on for another three months, six months, a year, maybe never, like the entire country could delve into like uh, some sort of new primitive um, living situation where there's massive riots left and right, a massive exodus from the large cities and all that. If you think like this is the SHTF moment, 
then hey, guess what? You can just buy $450 worth of food that you didn't have before or supplies that you didn't have before, right? Family of four, you might be able to ensure the survival of your family, at least uh, make sure that you don't starve for an additional month or two months. I mean, that's huge. I mean, that type of cash. And if you didn't have that cash, you had precious metals, you'd be probably out of luck, right? I've talked about this in the past. Like, you might not be able to use those metals for months before people realize, like, hey, silver and gold, that's legit. Like, it's worth exchanging goods for. Those are just two scenarios. One in a very normal situation, another in a very extraordinary situation as a reason to keep cash on hand. Um, finally, let's talk about numbers. You know, I will admit, you know, a grad student, um, uh, a wife, a daughter, another one on the way, I don't keep cash on hand generally. Something I should. Like, literally, uh, you know, when I get paid, I should start stacking cash. You know, throw it in there with my medals, an extra 20, an extra 50 bucks, whatever it is, per pay period. Um, and maybe I will start doing that. Because when it all when it comes down to, you know, what is 20 bucks for, for like, the average adult? It's usually not a huge deal um, to, to take that from your budget. Okay. Um, but uh, dollar amounts, you know, you're going to have people that vary on this. You know, some people will say, you know, I'm fine with couple hundred, maybe a thousand. Other people will will say like three months of living expenses, six months of living expenses in cash form. That's a lot, right? I mean, think about what that might mean for you. If, if you cut it to kind of the bare minimum, you get food, you get the bills that you need to pay, and that's pretty much it for six months. Um, you know, we could be talking north of, of $10,000, north of 15000 I don't know exactly what type of living situation you have. But, you know, that's some other food for thought as well. You know, um, I, I think it's, it is a good idea to to measure it in that types of terms, uh, living expenses versus just dollar amounts. Same thing goes for precious metals. I mean, create a plan here, right? I mean, we, we always talk about, or not we, but, but you know, uh, financial planners. What's kind of the investment horizon of, I think, most people? Like mid-60s, right? We're, we're talking retirement. They're saving for retirement. And so these investment, these financial planners, they're always like, hey, um, how long do you want to be able to, I guess, live off of this retirement once you're retired? Like, do you want to live comfortably for 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years, 50 years? Do you want to plan for that? Okay. Then that's what we need to do. That's how much money we need to have on hand once you retire. Well, hey, just go a step ahead and say, hey, you know what? My my goal is when I retire, I want to have 30 years of assets available, whatever that entails. Okay, But hey, also, in cash form, I'd like to have, say, a month, two months worth of living expenses available. Again, you can decide this for yourself, what's right for you. And then in precious metals form, I'd like to have an additional year's worth of living expenses. I mean, if you think about it in that manner, right, um, it really simplifies it and gives yourself pretty good goals to to split these investments up into different buckets. And of course, precious metals, that cash savings, that's going to apply kind of towards your retirement fund ultimately. But um, it's a, it's just a, a new way of, of thinking of it rather than just dollars and ounces. So I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. I hope it helps you. Um, and as I said, uh, stacking cash, uh, that might be something that you see for me in the future. It's it sounds dumb. I mean, it is the the uh, the 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 uh, arch nemesis of of metals, right? Um, and yet, there's still some real value to to cold hard cash, 
uh, US dollars or whatever you have in your own country. So if you enjoyed this video, the number one thing you can do to help me out, you've already done, and that is watch this video. But if you want to go above and beyond, you can like, you can comment, you can subscribe. I would very much appreciate any of those things. But as always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.